This is the Breakfast Leadership Podcast. Boundaries or burnout, you make the choice. Here's your host, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I have a very special guest with me today, Shauna Pelton. How are you? I'm great. Happy to be here. Great to have you. We met at the New Media Summit back in February 2019, and uh, and I, as I talk with everybody that is part of that uh, ecosystem, it, it's an amazing, amazing event, and just have you know all these awesome people come to it, and and you know, the connections that we make that are lasting uh, still amazes me, and how wonderful that conference is. Same here. So today I want to talk about some of the great things that you're doing. And one of the things that we talked about in the the pre-show notes is uh, just conversational intelligence. Now, when people hear that, they go, okay, have smarter conversations. And yeah, that's part of it. But uh, we want to talk about it from the framework of our day-to-day lives and and our our workforce and, and our jobs and things like that. So Tell us a little bit about about that and some of the things that you're discovering. Sure. Well, thanks for the opportunity. And uh, I appreciate the chance to be able to share this, which is, I believe, a new discovery, right? It's a a new type of intelligence. And um, many people are familiar with IQ, obviously. EQ, which is emotional intelligence, the less known, but some are aware of SQ, which is spiritual intelligence. But in truth, none of those things really um, ha- make the impact like conversational intelligence can make. Um, conversational intelligence was actually the work of the late Judith E. Glacier, who was my teacher, my uh, advisor. And she was an organizational anthropologist who was able to help great leaders build trust and get extraordinary results um, through this skill because she realized how conversations shape the culture. And um, she, she talked about how words create our worlds and they have the power to move us from that position of being dominant, which is power over others, to having power with, which bridges um, gaps. And, and bridging those gaps, I think, is something that we're seeing more and more prevalent in in the workplaces all across the globe, and especially in North America, mm-hmm. where we're seeing just amazing turnover of staff. People aren't staying in organizations for very long. The engagement is next to nothing. Right. Um, the, the communication is broken at best, if at all, and and people are trying to find alignment with what they do in their profession and where they work. And one of the challenges, and this has obviously a ripple effect, because people take their work home, um, whether they're constantly connected because of their smartphones or just the the stress and the, the feeling like they're not really connected at work, you know, that carries through. Mm-hmm. in conversations at home and, and everything else where it, it, it has such a huge ripple effect that I don't think people are really quite grasping that, right. you know, the impact because we, again, we spend, you know, so many hours working in a day and consistent hours 
um, that it has such a huge impact. So if you're not happy at work and you're not having, you know, meaningful conversations and, and you don't feel that, you know, your work is, is valued um, because of misperceptions of, of how your boss communicates with you, uh, it can really have a devastating effect on, on your self-care, your well-being, you name it. Absolutely. And you know what, that's such um, a good point that you bring up. And we, we can't really um, leave our work uh, at the door, before, you know, when we go home. I, I know that some people say they can, and maybe I suppose if they have a low impact job, um, they, they may be able to do that. But the truth is, is that uh, recent Gallup studies revealed that 84% of employees are actually actively disengaged while at work. And that means that there's people on your team that are experiencing apathy, there's low morale, um, people have resistance to change, resistance to authority, and as a result, it, it decreases their productivity and creativity, um, and it causes discord in the, in the workforce. And so, of course, if there's and maybe from, if I were to look at it from the individual level, like the person who is experiencing this type of work culture, you know, it just feels like a toxic work environment. And when I work with people who tell me about just how much their job is weighing on them, not because of the workload, not because of the responsibilities, but because of that toxic environment and they, um, and they're, questioning, um, you know, whether or not they should stay there, even if the pay is good. Someone actually um, said to me the other day, she said she has her golden handcuffs because she's making good money, but she's just quite unhappy um, with, with uh, the, the leadership team and also some of the, the connections or the disconnect, I should say, at work. So that's on a personal level. But then you have the organizational level and someone who owns a company or runs uh, teams, you know, manages teams really needs to consider the impact that they have on people. And, um, you know, one of the things that really I suppose I have a very strong opinion about when people will say like, oh, you know, conversational intelligence, that reminds me of emotional intelligence. Isn't that just a soft skill, right? <laughs> In air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> As if soft skills aren't important, first of all. Um, but, you know, because of that bias, it's a hidden bias. And because of that belief system, which is just BS, I think people dismiss the value of being able to really inspire greatness in others through conversations. And so I just get really, I suppose, passionate about empowering leaders to be able to, you know, like I said, bring out the potential within the people that they work with. I, I think that it is an obligation, if anything, it's, it's an honor. Um, and I wonder if, you know, if more companies did focus on doing that and more individuals within organizations felt that to be an important piece, you know, how quickly would society change? 
it would make such a huge difference because and a lot of organizations you have a disconnect when they think well we can't you know be too uh, open and transparent with our our teams Mm -hmm. so they don't share you know, the stories and the challenges and whatnot. Sure. There's confidential matters that you of course have to, you keep, but from the most part, as far as the direction of the organization and getting input, um, it's a lost opportunity. I see a lot of organizations um, pass on because their front lines and the people that are doing the work and they're working with the clients or out with the customers or whatever, Mm -hmm. they see things that, senior leadership and executives don't they just right. they simply don't right. and and having a mechanism where you have communication open and safe um, because if if you're concerned that your boss is going to get upset if you tell them a particular situation is about to happen or could happen and you don't uh, it's a missed opportunity and it actually creates a lot of challenges for the organization. So you have to have an environment where the communication is coming from a place where people are encouraged to share what's on their mind and Absolutely. what they see. Um, because again, if you can't say what you have on your mind, mm-hmm. then you're holding back. And if you're holding back, that just turns into a domino effect of things. Absolutely. And then, you're not going to give your best effort because you're like, why bother? They're not going to listen to me and they're not going to change these things. And when it, when that happens, it, it actually impacts the organization. So, yeah. And you don't, you know, and the impact um, is, or in terms of like what your, let's just say the mission of the organization, the intentions of the company and the direction that you're heading is you know all well intended and good but if people don't feel um like they're heard or that they're you know uh important their voices aren't are are heard like what you just mentioned you know if there's this feeling of um disconnect then the impact isn't going to be whatever that highest possibility could could be. And you know what this reminds me of, Michael, is the story of Elizabeth Holmes. Have you read anything about that founder of, um, I think the company was called The Ranos? I believe Uh, so, yeah, briefly. Yeah, it's now a defunct (laughs) company, but she was predicted uh, to take this new startup into like, it was a multi-billion dollar projection. And so basically she at a young age, founded this company with this vision. And apparently it was all just BS. It was, it was a smoke show. Uh, and uh, is that the word to describe it? It's the smoke and mirrors, right? It was fake. Mm-hmm. But the people who were the workers, when they approached her, it was, uh, speaking of transparency, she was phony and she would put on this front and she would have this... Um, you know, these lies, but she would say it with, in, with such conviction that the people who were working for her were being, you know, it was gaslighting really, but they, they really doubted themselves and they kept doing what they were supposed to be doing. But basically they lost so much money. Like, you know, I want to say more than a billion dollars that was invested in this, this company. Um, but as a result of, 
um, lack of transparency, this, this vicious cycle, and there was other things going on that wasn't good. The culture was very toxic, but, you know, people didn't feel heard. People didn't feel seen. And, and you know what, it, it was a detriment. Like some of these people, their, their reputations are tarnished just because they were with her for so long. Yeah, it's one of those things if you are associated with an organization that unfortunately ends up in the press or has a situation like this, mm-hmm. uh, then yeah, you're you're going to your resume and going, hmm, I'm gonna probably just scratch that off. But you know, <laughs> but for many right. but for many people, if they were with that organization for a significant amount of time, you, you don't want to have this huge gap. Uh, in in your resume, unless you want to just say, "Well, I you know I, I took that time and I backpacked across Africa mm-hmm. or something like that," and you know it's like, "Oh, that was very noble of you." But, <laughs> but, the, but if you learned all your skills that you're applying for for this current application at that organization, it, it creates a lot of issues, and 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 that, and that and that unfortunately happens in in situations where we'll be back to the show in a moment. But first, I want to let you know today's show is brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, CloudHQ. With CloudHQ, you get access to over 20,000 influencers that have been curated by brands just like yours. If you're a brand, you know how difficult it is to find and connect with the influencers that your audience already knows and trusts. That's why I suggest you get CloudHQ. When you sign up today, you get access to over 20,000 influencers on Instagram. You can see loads of data about their profile and engagement rates before you reach out, and you have direct access to their contact information so you can reach out to them on or off the platform. When you reach out to them on the platform, they offer automation tools so you can reach out to a bunch of those influencers at one time. This will save you a lot of time and I guarantee it'll pay for itself in the first year. For Breakfast Leadership listeners, I'm offering a special discount. Normally, an enterprise subscription would go for over $1,500 a year. My friends at CloudHQ are offering a subscription for just $499 a year. That's a savings of over $1,000. You can sign up today by using the discount code BREAKFAST and save, like I said, over $1,000 a year. CloudHQ is a wonderful option for any brands that are looking to influence their marketing and looking to get their program off the ground. So sign up today using the link in our show notes and use the code BREAKFAST and let me know what you think. Like I said, I guarantee it'll pay for itself in its first year. CloudHQ is an amazing offer and it's a good option for anybody that's interested in influencer marketing. Now back to the show. If the communication would have been you know, open and the leadership would have listened um, to the warning signs that could have prevented things. I, you know, I, I know somebody personally that um, recently left an organization and that organization is going to have some challenges uh, and a potential um, survival uh, of the organization. And they've been around for several decades, you know, and, but it's a situation where some decisions that are being made, um, at the higher levels, um, there's concern by the people that are, are actually doing, you know, the type of work going, A, not sustainable, B, not, uh, not being able to meet those type of obligations that we say we're going to make. And unfortunately, when this individual voiced that opinion, it was, you know, shot down and, you know, they were you know, basically delegated to doing different work and kind of isolated, you know, it's, you know, wow. your, your, your classic bullying situation. Right. 
That is, oh my gosh, I'm glad you bring that up because you know that's that's so true. Isolating people is a is a power over move. It's a play, and I think that it's based off of our unconscious primal desires, like to to have power. Um, whoever you know sets others up to be isolated first of all um, but also it it is it leads to the environment of disconnect distrust um, and then you know creating silos never uh, never bodes well for the organization overall because if people don't really have those first of all relationships they're not going to have the little conversations that occur um, that are just natural, community building conversations and they don't have to be profound. Actually in conversational intelligence, we learned there's, there's three levels of conversations. Did you, have you known that? Or did you hear about that? Three levels? Yeah. Um, uh, are they like verbal, physical, that type of thing? Or are we talking something different? Um, it's about depth, like, you know, what you're able to, how deep you're able to connect with others through conversations. And, One's not better than the other. It depends on like, well, what's the intention? You know, for level one conversations, it's just about exchanging information. So like, for example, uh, you know, if I'm texting you, I don't want to go into a deep conversation. I just need information, <laughs> right? It's like, hey, what time do you want to meet? Three o'clock. Great. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. So it, it, it swims in the shallow end, but it, and it serves a purpose. Um, but it doesn't really allow for those connections in the long run, but there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it has that purpose. The level two is about exchanging information. Um, so to kind of position yourself in a way that says like, Hey, I know, I know something I, you know, I know something and I want to share this with you. And so this is where people can get stuck in that power overplay, you know, that, that, that game that people play where they're trying to be better than, uh, we we have this addiction, if you would, to being right. And so in conversations, if you've ever been in a, in, in a conversation with someone who just has to one-up you, <laughs> or um, I'm sure we've all been there where someone just has to say, have the last word or, you know, feel like, you know, they're, they, they're the smarter one or they know better and they're always trying to position themselves so that you know that, that they're the ones that, uh, you know, they know better. And a perfect example of uh, this when it's done badly <laughs> is when I was um, meeting a long time ago, I was in, uh, when I lived in Florida, I was meeting a friend um, for dinner and she wanted to introduce me to her new uh, boyfriend at the time. And so he came out with us and we were engaged in conversation. This was a long time ago and I was studying um, natural medicine and that's my background in, in healing and, and uh, helping people transform naturally um, was kind of how I started my journey in coaching. So during a conversation, it came up about, uh, there was uh, uh, some study that, um, that the active ingredient in uh, a common artificial sweetener converted to formaldehyde at body temperature, which is not good because formaldehyde is an embalming fluid. And so it's not good for the nervous system. It's not good for your brain. So anyway, he literally, I, and I, joke, I, I joke you not here, he literally walked away from the table 
came back. Apparently what he did was he went into the other room, got on the computer, um, Googled it, and then came back and said, you're wrong. And I was like, I'm sorry. And he was like, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's a lie. <laughs> I was like, I'm not sure. He was like, yeah, I just looked it up. Um, that's, a, that's, that's not true. And so I was like, huh, that's actually uh, a very bad way to build friends. And I almost said to him, you don't have many, very many friends, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously not if you're going to be confrontational that way. Right? Just as a side note, I, I drink my coffee and tea black, so I don't use sweetener. So uh -huh. I, I should be okay with formaldehyde. <laughs> uh, bombing fluid for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Not, not, not yet. That's, you know, hopefully a long time down the road. And um, even then I, you know, I think cremation will probably be the way to go. So like, what? but right. I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll let, I'll let my, uh, I'll, I'll deal with You're that when shape. that comes. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> You're in good shape. Exactly. No yeah. pre-embalming for me. None for you. So yeah, that actually does not lead to good connections. Um, and that's, so that's a negative level too, because there's positive too. You can position yourself with information, but not make the other person feel like you're superior to them or at least perceived. And then the third level of conversation really goes into a whole new level. And this is about bringing the best out in each other. This is about co-creating new possibilities, new terrain in conversation by asking questions that we don't assume to have answers to. So there you have it. Yeah, it's, and that's a great example of, of, of all the levels. And it's funny how often we, you know, we, I guess cross pollinate is a good way to put it, you know, different mediums where, you know, text message, you know, should be just, you know, quick to the point. Okay. Right. What do you want to do? How's it going? Uh, good. And, you know, if it's more than a couple sentences, I, you know, these, these smartphones are originally phones. You can call people. I know this is probably a shock. I probably should have put a spoiler alert there. There, there is a phone icon on there, and you can actually call people uh, on the phone and 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 talk with them. It's I know it's it's weird. It's just right. Uh, how, and they how, might answer with like a question, like "Hello." <laughs> exactly. It's like, what is this thing doing? It's like. What what is this this app? This is very strange. Right. What is this thing? Good point. Um, right. Reach out. Make these connections. Make the effort. So if you're going to tell somebody, you know, one thing that you would recommend them to do in order to, you know, really get their conversations to a, a better place than they are right now, both work, home, life, and, and just in general, you know, what would that be? And if it's more than one, that's fine. But I'm just curious, the one key thing that you see a lot of people struggle with. Yeah, I, I think that um, the one thing I'll say is, is trust. And that's actually building trust. And that's a, a, an acronym. So uh, trust stands for be transparent, put relationship over task, share success, be willing to like talk about your shared success, what success means, kind of that um, uh, analogy of 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 um, you know wondering well what what's the what does success look like to you? Have understanding. I guess I just put the you know in terms of 
the now I just ruined the 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 um, order. <laughs> so you goes before us, but you get it. So understanding, <laughs> having understanding is really not about like uh, understanding can be a heart to heart conversation that says, okay, I, I feel you. I might not agree with you, but I feel you. And right there, right there is the breakthrough. And then the final T on, in the trust model is testing your assumptions. Because look, you, you, we all have assumptions. We're meaning makers, right? And we all assume to know the meaning that other people's words have um, or actions have. But unless you ask those questions and tell people your truth by saying, you know, this is how I feel. Is that what you meant by it? You're never really going to be able to get into the reality of somebody else. Um, so it's hard to understand someone if you don't know what their reality is. So that's it. The trust model, build uh, trust through transparency, relationships, understanding, sharing your success and telling the truth. It's an incredible list. I think if people just followed that, this world would be dramatically better mm -hmm. just right? by that, just by yeah. that. So see how it's not a soft skill. It's an essential, it's an essential skill. It's, just, it's essential as oxygen for us. And I think totally. uh, too often we, we push it aside uh, and, mm -hmm. it, and, and it's showing. It's showing in yes. our relationships, our homes, workplaces, Everywhere we we turn and look, it's 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 showing the impact, uh, and those that can, you know, follow those those guidelines and and really get you know communication back to where it needs to be. I, I think will make a huge huge difference in in everything that we do. And I think it's the key to um, pivoting. You know, if you want to adapt to a world of rapid change, we need to be in synarchy, which is the opposite of anarchy. We need to come together, work together, creating an environment that supports that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with more. So Shana, where can people find out more about you and the awesome stuff you're doing? They can find me through just uh, going to my website, shaunapelton.com and uh, Googling me, I guess. I actually have uh, some, some, um, Things that I do to share, uh, you know, con constantly engaging community through social media. So if people are interested in staying connected, um, they'll be able to find access to all of my touch points by going to my website, shaunapelton.com. Awesome. And we'll have that information in the show notes. So Shauna, always good to talk with you. And thanks again for being on the show. Thanks for this opportunity to share this conversation. Michael, I really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. Hey, it's Michael again. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you're like many people, you're dealing with some significant stress and possibly approaching burnout. I know how you feel. In 2009, my burnout led to a year of worst case scenarios. I do not want that to happen to you. If you go to breakfastleadership.com, you can register for a free webinar on burnout prevention, as well as get as a free checklist to have successful mornings. Start off each day the right way. Again, that's at breakfastleadership.com. Also, since you are a loyal podcast listener, I'm asking you to like, rate, and review my podcast on iTunes. I look at all the reviews and appreciate your comments, and it helps other potential listeners discover the content I have on the show. I appreciate you, and thanks again for listening.